Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome back in. Top of the hour here. We are live from the annual Nebraska Builders Home and Garden Show at the Sandhills Global Event Center. Admission at the door is $10 for adults or $8 if you bring a non-perishable food item. Kids under 12 get in for free. The show is open today until 3 o'clock, so plenty of time to get out here and get home for the Super Bowl, start preparing your meals, uh, and it's okay to splurge today. Yeah. Feel free to eat whatever you want. I would say still focus on portion control. What? If you want to feel non-hungover, food hungover the next day. I mean, well, okay, that's fine. Then, yes, you don't have to, but if you have certain aesthetic goals, then maybe you do have to. So here's the thing. Portion control. I will not portion control, and then I I will complain about how I just feel sick. Yes, you're pretty terrible about that. I'm never going to eat bad again. I just so (laughs) – You haven't had one of those in a while, though. This is probably the longest stretch it might be coming because now I have to fit my pizza and ice cream with a three-hour window. So even if I'm not hungry, I'm why? still going to have to eat it. Why, why do we have to fit it within well, a three-hour window? Well, you have your pizza during the Super Bowl. Oh, right? you, you do? Well, I don't know. What time does Super Bowl start? 5.30. Okay. <laughs> Katie and I are eating at 5. Oh, well, we got the pregame. Okay. You know, anyway. We got, we got the pregame. I uh, also <laughs> want to give out a shout-out to our sponsor. Here's the randomness that everyone was looking for. Oh, they love it. They love it. <laughs> That's what draws people to our show. It's <laughs> yeah. just the, the randomness, yes. right? Yeah. So Fitness Fanatics is sponsored by Integrative Life Choices. ILC is hiring direct support professionals all over the state of Nebraska, full-time, part-time, days, evenings, and weekends. If you're interested, you can apply at ilc.net backslash careers. Direct support professionals work to ensure a meaningful life for the people they support. They work to support people in achieving their hopes and dreams. So big shout-out to Becky and the crew out there. I know they are big, big-time Kansas City fans. Yes. And I was talking to Matt. <laughs> I, I, I was talking to Matt, asking him how he's feeling, and he's just kind of like, ah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just it's an annual tradition. Oh, oh yeah, yeah taking like, it for granted. Yeah, like it's just yeah, yeah, yeah I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. It's like just my another buddy. Game. It's like Matt just is like it's just so all the stress I have to deal with every February. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. you don't have any idea how good you have it because my stress is over by about October. Yeah, I know. We know. All right, so we're gonna get into managing. If you have any questions for us, Harrison's man in the text line, please text the show on the Starter Heyman text line at four zero two. Four six four five six eight five. We would love to have some interaction. We appreciate everybody listening today. We do got one uh, from Bubba, guys. If you want to hear it now, yeah, yes. Uh, from Bubba, this was back on the, about that second segment in the first hour. He says, "Guys, talking about the weight loss, how yes. you might gain a little bit at the very beginning as you're switching up a bunch of new things." Bubba says, "I can attest to weight loss messing with your head uh, in the program at the beginning." Yeah. Yep. Which shout out to Bubba because he finished, he ran a 5K yesterday and he finished like another top finish for his age group. So that's awesome. Well, and he's been doing, he's been on our show before. He's been doing virtual for over almost four years Mm -hmm. coming up in June. So three and a half years. So 
anybody that can do this from home, yeah, you have it's awesome. my yes respect because I can't do anything from home. <laughs> I can't work from home. I can't work out from home. I can barely eat healthy at home. <laughs> That's it's true. Just, I mean, it's just it's so to to be able to work out at home or on your own is takes such discipline. Um, so getting back to uh, the expectations. Yeah. So I think one of so for us as gym owners, week five testing is always kind of a stressful time for us too because we know that we're going to be dealing with like high emotions, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, yes. It's hours of emotionally charged energy coming right at us, which is fine because we that's why we do the week five testing and sometimes it's you know it's an opportunity to make improvements and it's also sometimes an opportunity for people to get a little bit of a boost in uh, how they feel to continue for the next five weeks the problem the thing that we struggle with is helping people manage an expectation i think the problem is you start this program and and you can have goals that you want to meet and stuff and that's fine goals are great we definitely need to have goals but when you're going to step on the scale i guess it's asking yourself will i would is there any number i could see on the scale that would make me happy and for most people no there's not right. like we're never going to be satisfied with that number so i think people come in step on the scale and they don't really have an expectation but their expectations have been tied with the number on the scale. And unfortunately, that's the first thing you see when you step on the scale. And it's the number everybody remembers. I bet if we ask people as they're walking by, if we ask them, they probably know approximately how much they weigh. But there's no way nobody knows how many pounds of body fat right. they have, how many right. pounds of muscle. What's your body fat percentage? People don't know that. So we don't, we don't remember that information. So it's not something that they're immediately going to see on the scale where they're going to be like, wow, I lost, I gained 5.6 pounds of muscle. You just see that number on the scale. Yeah, and, and some of the conversations that I have is, is this is how, like, so we have, example, somebody who loses, you know, a pound, right? Mm -hmm. But they've lost eight pounds of fat, gained a few pounds of muscle. And so when, they're, when their friends are asking them, how did you do? Oh yeah. How was your mm -hmm. five week testing? Like, like framing their, it. Yeah, their answer can determine what somebody thinks about ferals or any anything that you're doing. And it also affects the person too. Like oh, yeah. so hey, how was your five week testing? Well, I lost a pound. And their friend would be like Wow, you've been doing all that work yeah, and that you've program, only lost a pound. Yeah, that program sucks. You need to do something different. This is ridiculous. You mm -hmm. should be losing 10, 15 pounds in five weeks. Yeah. You need to start doing this and that. Um, or if or if you answer the same question of, well, I lost eight pounds of fat. I put on a couple pounds of muscle. My body fat percentage dropped by 4%, mm -hmm. which right. we had had people that lose a pound or gain a pound, but their body fat percentage drop significantly yeah. mm -hmm. but we have been trained as a society to focus on one little number yeah and it, it can affect and it really can affect us i know it's affected me like when i start to eat bad let's say mm -hmm. or, or any of us we start to have like bad eating habits and we go for Creeping long stretches in. yes yeah. so like i'll get on the scale and i'll be like wow 
I ate so bad for the last month, and I've only gained a pound. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yes, because I know. then I can justify mm -hmm. my eating habits because I've only gained a pound, when in reality, all the muscle that I spent building is turning into fat. Well, muscle doesn't turn into well, fat, but, but I'm losing you're muscle. losing muscle because you're eating poorly. You're not feeding that muscle, right. but you're still working out, but you're not giving your body what it needs to maintain what it has. So yeah, it's right. going to get rid of muscle first because that's like expensive for it to keep around yep. when so you're I, not yes. feeding it properly. Yes. So I can justify yeah. eating bad when I don't gain weight. I know. It's almost worse when you get away with it a little bit because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not the wake yeah. up call you were waiting for. No, but then it, I know. there always comes a, a point for me because I've been on, I mean, we all kind of are on the roller coaster. Most of us are on a roller coaster where with our weight it goes mm -hmm. up and down and sometimes it goes down farther and up farther. You know, so my kind of goal is to, instead of having, like if you've been to Worlds of Fun and you go on the Mamba, instead of having the 200 foot cliffs, drops, mm -hmm. right. ebbs and flows, you want to be at the bunny hills. At the end. Just yeah. a little up and down and mm -hmm. up and down and kind of, you know, in between where you, where you feel comfortable because that's what... We want our members, we want everybody to be at a place where they're they're comfortable and they're finding a balance of mm -hmm. real life yeah. and fitness. Yep. So how does that all go into your expectation? Maybe? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, that is our biggest struggle. And I just feel like that's something that we can work on to help give people an expectation and we talk about it all the time that's why we recommend people don't weigh themselves i've sent emails with articles about um, body recomposition which is when you're building muscle and losing body fat at the same time it's very hard for your body's body to do and um, when you're just starting a fitness and nutrition program this first five weeks that we're in right now, just finished, is the most critical time for body recomposition because it gets harder. Like, you can't do it forever. It would be, you either, usually you either have to choose one or the other. I'm going to try to eat more to build muscle or I'm going to eat less to lose weight. Right. So it's a, it's a really critical time if you can really capitalize on that body recomposition, but that doesn't always show up on the scale in that immediate feedback so it's just that's because we went we're putting it out results, in the universe right? the more people that can hear the message of like slow and sustainable weight loss is more helpful in the long run then we're just putting it out there so then maybe it'll eventually come back and it'll just make our jobs easier when <laughs> when the word gets out <laughs> I know, that's, that's the thing that we fight against is the quick fix yeah. Yes. Quick fix. Well, and it's worse now with social media. You're not really on TikTok, but yeah, no. or you're not on TikTok. But I, it's crazy when TikTok trends start, and it's usually um, trying to sell something to people. And so these trends will start, and they come out real strong. And people are trying. Like one of them was like literally putting like baking soda in your water and drinking that every day, and it was supposed to be this like miracle. <laughs> So I'm surprised your daughter didn't try that. No, Katie tries. <laughs> she tries like reliable, legitimate health trends, not stuff like that. So this is what happens in social media because this is what we see. So somebody comes up with some ridiculous idea like, okay, just do a sprinkle of baking soda in your water for the day or every day and you're going to 
be less bloated and you're going to lose weight and sleep better and all this stuff. And you just need to start that seed. And then what happens, because social, the way social media is, then people jump on that bandwagon and they start creating content supporting that too. And a lot of times it's, well, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. And so they're doing this like every day and they're chronicling it. It's out there on social media. And then, and then that the algorithm picks that up. It starts giving it to people and it builds so right. quickly well, and a lot of times, before it's even been remotely proven. Well, and a lot of times when, and if you see things, it's like lose, you'll lose 10 pounds in the first two yeah, weeks right. or first week or whatever. That's because most of the time before people start any type of weight loss program or fitness program, they are just eating like it's their last day mm -hmm. on earth. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start taking this stuff Monday, tomorrow. So today I'm going to get eat all my favorite foods. And yeah. then when I weigh in in the morning, it's I'm going to be up 10 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So then their 10 pounds that they lose is just everything that they just ate. That's true. Right? I know. Yeah. So then it, it's so with this little baking soda thing that right. you're doing, like if you're going to be throwing some baking soda in your water, chances are you're not going to go out to fast food. Yes. Three times. A <laughs> no, day, that's a hundred percent true. Yes. So mentally yeah. you're also going to change your eating habits. Yeah. Which are really, that's what's really contributing to your success. I know. And we still want to give that credit. So if we do have success with something like that, we still want to give that credit to the outside source and not to ourselves yes. for changing our habits. Because you're right. I also have a theory about that with skincare. Um, it's completely unfounded, but I've talked because like <laughs> the skincare is very unfounded, skin. Really. Usually when I'm talking about it, like I've done, this is just my opinion, this one for sure. But the skincare industry and the wellness fitness industry are actually very similar. Um, you know, you can buy, there's certain things that you can buy. You can get a range, like, you know, you can pay thousands of dollars for skincare, just like people pay. There's like a a gym in California where like famous people go Jeff and they literally spend like $35,000 a month to be in this a part a member of this gym like Justin Bieber and yeah so there's that you know so you just like in fitness ranges of costs um, skincare is the same thing and I always think that because people will come out and say they've gotten these great results with this certain skincare line. I can't even think of one, but like a high-end one. Well, yeah, because if I'm spending $200 for two ounces of skincare, I'm going to be more likely to use it consistently. Right. Where if I spent $2 for two ounces, I'm a little more likely to just forget about it and not make it a yep. habit. So that's kind of my, I think that drugstore like uh, skincare probably could work as well but people don't have as much expectations on that as they do skin skin care so but my point about social media is especially nowadays because that's where a lot of people get these ideas for their fads for using the baking soda and water one you know it'll fizzle out like i don't see those tiktoks anymore at all because people go on and they're like oh i'm gonna start doing this and then within three weeks nothing has changed and then they stop making content about it and then it just falls off of social media so that makes it really hard to try to be a sustainable voice out there when people are constantly and then it's something else and then it's something else there's always something and it just starts and there's doesn't have to be 
actual results. It's just the buzz that's being created. So that we're working against that. Well, and they, you know, they people will get quick results, mm -hmm. but it's not sustainable. Or they don't even or like. Don't I'm pretty even. sure with the baking soda and the water thing, people weren't really seeing results unless you had some type of a electrolyte imbalance maybe the baking soda might have helped with something like that but nothing that's going to be a miracle because yeah. it takes work like you know and just does. like we were talking with brad when he I'm was going, sitting yes. here like um you if you're trying to lose weight if you're trying to lose body fat there has to be a point where you have to tell yourself no i can't I'm, I'm not eating this right now because it's not in line with my goals. And we don't like to do that. We don't like to deprive ourselves of things. So that's why we well, recommend that our members um, log their food because then, yeah, if something like you eat Doritos every day I do, yes. as part of your meal plan. I yep. mean, you're in a routine right now where you're... <laughs> Your nutrition is so boring right now. You eat literally the same thing every single day. It's been weeks that you've been eating the same thing every day. Well, it's either my Doritos and steak and cheese or queso or a quesadilla. Yep. Yeah. For lunch. And then yep. you're having your little, your chicken yep. at night. Yep. And my cottage cheese and applesauce. Right. Yeah. But it's, that works for me. Yeah. But you can still eat that stuff if you want. But then there's also a time where you still have to say, I can't. This doesn't fit into my well, day. I should not be eating a candy bar every single day. I was I was talking to a gentleman the other day that he wants to come and join and start with us, and mm -hmm. and we were talking about he has I can't remember how many kids they have, but you know they were going out for pizza night on Friday. It was Friday when I was talking to him, and I was like, well, that's okay. Like, if you're going to start barrels, we don't want you to disrupt your entire family. Yeah. Where your kids are going to be like, oh. For dad, only 10 weeks. Dad's just, we got to just eat asparagus mm -hmm. and chicken. I'm like, you can take your family out for Friday night pizza. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Take your, go out and do what you normally do. Just have one or two pieces. Yeah. And let the kids have fun and still enjoy those moments. You just don't have to eat like what I'll do is an entire pizza by yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So it's really just about changing that mindset and, and you can really eat whatever you want. It's just portion control. I mean, AJ, yes and no. Cause sometimes you have to, if you know that you have an unhealthy relationship well, right, with food, right. a certain food, yes. like I've had to do that before. Like peanut butter for me. Chocolate was mine years ago when I gave up chocolate for a year. Cause I was like, just almost felt like I was addicted to it and I was just eating chocolate chips, but Maybe I just I should like, give up peanut butter for a year. No, because then none of us can have peanut butter in the house. Cause then you'll be a whiner about it. Which, even though I don't even know the last time I ate peanut butter because I never know if we have any or not. I never gone. know which hill you're on on the roller coaster of peanut butter. <laughs> it's gone before you even know it's... <laughs> yeah, or you've this a week told ago? yourself, I can't eat peanut butter for a while. I just can't. That's I my know. thing. So. You're in an abusive relationship but with peanut like butter. Like AJ was eating... Candy. Yeah, every day. And he logged it. He made, he, you know... Yes, yeah, you can. It. And he lost 100 and some pounds. I know. That's why... I've had a couple conversations with people over the last couple of days with their five week testing and um, muscle mass goes down a little bit or things that 
there's uh, there's almost always something positive that you can find when Absolutely. people step on the yes. scale, especially with our the scale that we use. But we don't want to find the positive. I know. Things. I we want to focus on the negative. I know. Right. But right I've had on. a couple conversations with people, and I'm like, well, how's your nutrition? And then you know they'll be like, well, I've been really trying to cut my carbs, and I'm like who told you to do that we didn't tell you to do that like you should be doing what we're you know these are the numbers we gave you those are the numbers you should be following but i think sometimes people just worry that they worry that if they do something different it's not going to work so they'd rather keep doing what they're doing that they know doesn't work because there's safety in that so i think i've had a couple conversations with people i have to remind them like no, it's you do really want to try to get those carbs in. It's okay if your carbs are a little under, if maybe your fat is over a little bit. So um, I don't know. It's just that really, it's really hard to help people understand that you should be eating more yeah. to change your body composition. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to throw it to break. Um, when we come back, we want to talk about expectations that you have versus your effort okay. to meet those expectations. Sure. So, all right, Harris, the throat's break. We'll be right back on Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket.